But hello, welcome everybody. This is Neil with Portal to Ascension. Welcome to the Disclosure Agenda Show. This is the second in the series, and this series is going to go until the end of July, till July 20th, at which point it's going to shift topics. So my intention is to continue with a live weekly show every Tuesday, hopefully as long as I can do it. And after we do the UFO topic up for, you know, seven different episodes, we're going to go into ancient civilizations. And then after that, pick another topic and just continue, you know, releasing a lot of information here. But this is the second episode. And today my guest is Alan Steinfeld. And we're just going to have a discussion really for the next hour of, um, you know, what's going on right now. Share some information in regards to UFO slash UAP disclosure articles that have come out, some videos and speculate on it. So let me go ahead and bring on an individual who probably needs very little introduction on our platform at this point alan steinfeld how you doing brother hey i always like a little bit of an introduction but that's okay <laughs> people people may probably know who i am so yeah there's a lot happening this is a fast moving story probably the most amazing um fantastic thing to ever happen to media even though they don't know it yet they are still like hedging their bets like that awful new york times article remember that one that said last week from june 3rd I want to look at that for a second so we can look, break it down, or unless you did that with Omar. Did you? No, oh, yeah, bring it up, bring it up. Okay, let me screen share here. Screen share, screen share, screen share. Um, this one, I think it is. Okay, here it is. Uh, let me go to current slide. Okay, now look at this. This is June 3rd, about 10 days ago or something. Uh, headlines, headlines of the New York Times front page, American intelligence officials have found no evidence that aerial phenomena witnessed by Navy pilots in recent years are alien spacecraft. I wonder what kind of evidence is on the side they would find to make it prove that it was alien spacecraft. Okay, continuing here. But they still cannot explain the unusual movements that have mystified scientists and the military according to the administ senior administration officials briefed on the findings of a highly anticipated government report that everyone knows that's the government report due out probably around July 24th, 25th. Um, now look at this, that American intelligence. So that's intelligence research. What they mean by intelligence are those uh, organizations that inform us about what the Russians and Chinese are doing. Now, what... If, if this were made by the Chinese and the Russians, would American intelligence be telling the New York Times? It's like, let's say um, the Russians had a bomb that would blow up the world or something, right. like some incredible new weapon. Would we get intelligence telling us that, look, the Russians have this incredible new weapon and we don't understand what it is? Yeah. No, that is not intelligence keeps those things secret. So they're telling us, and then let's go move down. So they're saying we, they found no evidence that it is alien. And then they go to the third paragraph. But that is about the only, um, while a forthcoming unclassified version expects to be released on Congress June 25th, we'll present few other firm conclusions. Senior, this is the senior officials again, referenced in the first paragraph, briefed on the intelligence, conceded that the very ambiguity of the findings meant that government could not definitely rule out theories that the phenomenon observed by military pilots might be 
alien spacecraft. So they found no evidence that it is, but they can't rule it out that it isn't. Right, right. So why even say it in the first place? Right. Obviously, to sow some sort of doubt in people's heads, I would think. Right. They're telling us two different things. This is what the, this is according to Grant Cameron, what the government likes to do. They mm -hmm. say, well, it's definitely not. But you know what? Maybe it is. So they're confusing people. They're right. purposely confusing people. And the New York Times is an accomplice. I mean, why don't they just write a clear article? What's right. being said here? And the first it's interesting because the New York Times were the first ones to take the the article in the beginning when Tom DeLonge came out even before that and they were kind of like the ones that were given the green light or special treatment if you will like you can go ahead and release it first so now it's like it's kind of conflicting information it kind of looked like in the beginning they were behind wanting the truth to come out but now they're taking a step back so is it a conflicting agency giving them this information telling them not to do it or is are they just trying to confuse us a little more you're muted I think they're doing both things I think, yes, they're trying to confuse us so we don't know what to think. And partly it is because, and this is why I write in the book, Making Contact, they don't know what's going on. The government doesn't know. The military doesn't know. The um, media doesn't know. They don't know. This is like, it's like learning a foreign language. Someone's talking to you in, in some language you don't understand. And you say, I think they're saying hello. I think it's like we've been in this field. So we get a sense yes. of of an idea of what's going on that, you know, that they're pretty much, I think, friendly. Most of them, they don't want to take over this, the world. Yeah. They want to have us wake up. Waking up is the key to their message of why they're not landing on the White House lawn, the big mm -hmm. cliche. Mm -hmm. So um, you also had a document you wanted to show. Yeah, I want to share that with you. Well, okay. many people, I think, have, have never really had the time to even look into this whole phenomena mm -hmm. and, you know, don't even really take the time to think, like, is there life out there? Maybe you've had that philosophical question, but on the level of like the discussions we're having, you know, I don't think it's a collective. Many people are doing it. So what's what's happening now is you know this is on the forefront and people are having the opportunity to take a look even deeper into if this question if this is a reality or not and i've it's been interesting because a lot of the news articles i've seen and a lot of the discussions they've been skirting around talking about ets or aliens they've tried that, not to say that you know that is that i should show you this line <laughs> from one of elizondo's quote he says they're not made these crafts are not made in any country that we know. He, yeah. he says it so indirectly. They will not mention the alien word. They'll just say, well, we don't know who's making it. It's obviously not from any country we know. It, it, it is so backwards. It is so childish. Yeah. It, it, it's like Omar well, said, why don't they just tell us the truth? Yeah. If you um, looked at Neil deGrasse Tyson on Joe Rogan just a couple of weeks ago, oh. Uh, the the arrogance of the way he communicates about this subject and the inability or unwillingness to even look at it with a rational mind or even like examine it and being an academic person that's put up there is just mm. so obvious. Like um, I would think that most people would see right through that, you know, and it's just it's just interesting that a lot of people that are, have arguments against the fact that this is any reality really aren't even spending the time to examine it at all. Right. I mean, I want to say if I ever meet Neil deGrasse Tyson in person, I'm going to use the line 
he uses to advertise his masterclass. You know what that yeah. line is? What is it? It is um, uh, some people think they're experts because they know a little bit about a sub. Oh, some people. What is it? Some people think oh, they're wow, experts because they know a little bit about a subject. No, some people think they're right because they know a little bit about a subject, but they don't know enough about the subject to prove that they're wrong. That is what he said. That's the line. What a I hypocrite. Wanted, if I can find it on one of these like masterclass commercials, it is perfect yeah. for exactly what he is spouting. I mean, that was it was kind of awful that Joe Rogan didn't like just bow down yeah. to that. Uh, garbage. That well, he, he said, said he said that I don't like this argument. I really hate this argument. When the, when he said, "What's the hubris to think that we are um, that we're so important that the ETs will be interested in us?" And Joe Rogan goes, um, "I think we're extremely important. You know, we're extremely yeah. interesting, very interesting." Well, the other thing Neil deGrasse Tyson said in that interview, he said, "Well, these are censors. There's been no yeah. eyewitness, and that's false." There were eyewitness pilots yes. that saw that object float down to the water and zoom up. I mean, there were eyewitnesses. So he's not yeah. only lying and defending uh, uh, an insufficient argument. He, he is not really he's not really playing on an even playing field. He's not yeah. giving us a fair. So yeah, it makes you wonder, is he a talking head for some sort of elite that want us not to know? Or is he just so arrogant that if he's not the one behind the discovery, he doesn't want to come out and say it, you know? I think he's more arrogant than elite, you know? Yeah. So uh, I think that's the problem we're dealing with. People who, like scientists, you know, there's a whole uh, theories of scientific revolution that say basically science progresses one funeral at a time is that mm. scientists get so attached to their worldview, uh. their belief system that they can't change it. They're locked in. Yes, yes, yes. Thomas Kuhn. I, I would recommend that book. He was actually a mentor okay. to John Mack. Okay. And, and when John Mack came over to Thomas Kuhn, who was few generations older saying, well, people are telling me that about this alien abduction stuff. I don't know what to think. Kuhn says, just take in all the information without evaluating it or judging it. And then once you have it all, see what you think, but don't judge it before you take it all in. Yeah. And that's the that. problem. Yeah, no, uh, it, it, it's really a clean way. I, I, maybe I'll read a little uh, excerpt from uh, Theories of Scientific Revolution, because this is you the should. same problem they had with um, the junk DNA when they right, found right, more. Right. I mean, does nature make junk? I mean, yeah. no. Well, they're now discovering over the last couple of years, actually, that the junk DNA does have roles that of they course. were, you know, because we're getting into that a new reality. Now we're really tapping into the subatomic world and we're realizing things that we thought had nothing, no purpose actually do. Of course they have no purpose. I mean, of course they're, um, um, there's a purpose for everything. It's just because we don't understand it that we yeah. evaluate. Exactly. That's, as... that's the whole science component. And I'm, I want to show a video here uh, in a second, but I want to mm -hmm. talk about that. Is the original scientists before science was like an institution were the philosophers? Because right. what, what happened to science? Science was like, um, what if, what, what is a black hole? What is this planet and why are we here and all this stuff? And then all of a sudden in the last 100 years, as it got institutionalized, you know, now you can't even go into archaeological discovery 
elsewhere in the world without your government and the other government approving it. Or imagine how it was a couple hundred years ago, right? Yeah, science was called natural philosophy, the philosophy of nature. Now it's become, because this is what we know, this is reality. Instead of what it should be is, look at what we've figured out. Every time we think we know something, we all of a sudden we find out there's something even deeper than that. So we should be like, this is what we know now, but we're open to seeing where we're going to be after. You know, exactly. Where we thought the whole universe was just our solar system or what we can see out yeah. in space. And then we found out that, oh, you know, there's more to our solar system. There's the rest of the galaxy. And then Haley, I think it was Haley who said, no, there are more than our galaxies. And then they look deeper into space and they're yeah. discovered more. And these galaxies are moving away from each other. They still don't know why that is happening. So we, mm-hmm. you're right. Each each pivot in time, we discover more of the realities that are going on. And right. science, though, the problem with science is I always say, yeah, we know we got this taken care of. We we know what that's about until and this is what Thomas Kuhn says, an anomaly comes along that they don't fit into their worldview. So what happens exactly. usually is they leave it out. They say, oh, that's an anomaly, you know, so an, uh, science evolves by integrating anomalies. They, they call this uh, meteorite thinking. No one thought rocks fell from the sky in the 1800s, late 1800s. said that was impossible, rock falling from the sky, until someone saw one and then they upgraded their whole theory. So this has yeah. been a history of science. The guy who, who found out that the heart punks, punk, pumps blood he was called a crackpot no one believed that idea or the other guy i forgot his name but the idea of continental drifts that all the continents were brought together he was laughed at and ridiculed because of that belief so Mm -hmm. we're always evolving it's called scientism not science but the belief in these theories so this is what we're coming up against in the ufo phenomena these people get very attached to what they think the world is and it's like they're invested in their worldview and someone comes along and says no i don't like it there they're ridiculed exactly yeah it's it's like people totally take um, a personal affinity to their beliefs emotional attachment Um, a great example is if you vote for somebody who's president and then they do a bunch of stuff you don't like most people will still back that person because it's like a personal attack on them, emotional attack. If you, even if they're coming, you know, kind of shifting on it, it's just, we want to grab onto things and we identify with a lot of information. But what history has shown us is that if we're only discovering the first layer of like, what else is there now, who knows where we're going to be in a thousand years from now. Right. Right. I mean, people are so so identified with their political party, their baseball team. Imagine you Mm -hmm. you're not. I mean, if you ever been to Cincinnati on our uh, Cincinnati Red Sox, Reds, Cincinnati Reds, they are fanatic. You cannot like say anything negative about their team. They take it so personally because they're so in bed. That's their identity is their baseball team. Right. And that's fine. But to take things personally, when when we are more connected than the baseball team in us, you know, know what I'm saying? It's yeah. okay to enjoy that, but to take it personally and get emotionally upset and angry at others that you have more in common with than any collective baseball team. <laughs> that's where, that's what the it, question is. It's insane the the identification people have because they, yeah. they don't know who they are. Not that I know who I am, but they're identified with a small part of themselves. Yeah, small- yeah, with so much more. 
like so that's what i let's get into some of these videos now okay, and articles good. but okay. I, I, that's kind of where i'm going with this is like the question of who was driving these um and this video right here I shared with you just a couple of days ago that uh, a document was released, and it's important to note that many of these documents that are being released, even by the um, you know Louis Elizondo and others, are already declassified. They're going through um, lots of documents that it takes someone a long time just to go through, and they're finding it. And this document here is basically says that this has been a situation for around 70 years, and the government's known about it, which we've already known about in the community, but it hasn't been widely spread on mainstream media now. So now the narrative is it has been over 70 years. So that takes us to the question that this video is going to address. So I'll play this video for four minutes, and then we'll talk about it. Great. By the end of this month, by law, the Pentagon is required to tell the public what it knows about UFOs. We're hearing the report is coming out on or about June 25th. Yesterday, someone at the Pentagon gave an early read on the report to the New York Times. In that story, we learned the Pentagon cannot say that UFOs are from a different solar system, but they can't say they're not. They can't say they're from China or Russia, but they can't say they're not doesn't sound like they can say much of anything. Lou Elizondo is a longtime Pentagon official. For years, he oversaw investigations at the U.S. government into UFOs. He's left now. He and his organization, Skyford, have obtained a government document that proves the advanced Tic Tac UFO has been tracked by American military intel services for at least 70 years. Mm. That's much earlier than we thought. Lou Elizondo joins us tonight. Lou, thanks so much for coming on. Tucker, um, always a privilege. Thank you. Thank you. I want to ask you about this document of first before I ask you about the, the upcoming report. What is the, what is this document you've obtained show us? Well, this is a document that was obtained through the Freedom of Information Act, and it demonstrates quite clearly that we have had issues with these, if you will, these UAPs or UFOs in the vernacular for, for at least 70 years, at least since 1950, probably earlier. And this is official U.S. government correspondence. This isn't some eyewitness report from, from a civilian. This is official government documentation from military personnel to very senior military brass. And what it says is very quite compelling that, look, we've had a lot of military and intelligence eyewitnesses to include special agents uh, and scientists, and all of them are seeing these things. And more importantly, the frequency uh, has occurred on a regular and continu continuing basis over sensitive uh, U.S. military facilities. And this has been occurring, Tucker, again, since 1950, uh, according to official U.S. government documentation. So, so think about that for a minute when we talk about that on the backdrop of this, this recent revelation that the U.S. government has finally admitted that this is not some sort of secret U.S. technology. Well, okay, that's great. We already knew that. But now there is some wiggle room to say, well, maybe it's some sort of foreign adversarial technology. Well, Here's the problem with that theory, because we know that the Russians, after the, after the Berlin Wall came down, they shared a lot of information with us. There was this five-year period or so, this, this new romance between us and Russia, where they shared a lot of their UFO information with us. And by the way, they were seeing exactly the same thing in their skies that we were. So, so we're sure it's, it's not Russian. So then really the only other, other country that could possibly be would maybe be China. Well. Let's look at that for a second, Tucker, because you're talking about a country that for somehow for 70 years has kept this technology that was at least a thousand years ahead of us, 
kept it secret, was able to employ it against us all the way back in 19, 1950. By the way, this is the same country that steals billions of dollars worth of our technology each year, trying to keep a competitive advantage to this day with our country. Now, does, does that make a whole lot of sense to you? No, no. It does. <laughs> I mean, there were famines in China 70 years ago. Hey, quickly, there, there seems to be some connection, anecdotally there is, between these objects and nuclear reactors, nuclear warheads, nuclear-powered vehicles. Submarines right, I'm going to pause it there. That, the end is pretty much ends, fades out there. Right. But so, okay, what did we see there? We had obviously process of elimination and then talking about the fact that they're seen over nuclear sites. Right. You know, just a side note, I think Alessandro is stuck in the middle. I think he's has an allegiance to the, you know, this government, the secret government. I think there's a part of him that wants the story broken open. He's the guy, he's the guy in the spotlight right now. I mean, he, and Danny Sheehan, who I think is a really good guy, you know who Danny Sheehan mm -hmm. is, right? Mm -hmm. He was the defended, the Karen Silkwood family against the nuclear industry. He worked with Daniel Ellsberg to release the Pentagon Papers. He defended John Mack at Harvard when Harvard wanted to get rid of him for writing his book about abduction. He's now Luis Elizondo's lawyer. Mm -hmm. And he feels he's pushing Elizondo forward, I think. I mean, I didn't quite say that, but to come out and say, first of all, these things are not a threat. Yeah. You know, which is what the government's whole thing is advanced threat identification program. Well, it's not a threat. And he asked Elizondo personally, and I can repeat this. I guess uh, he, he said, well, what are the higher ups saying in the Pentagon? Are these things a threat? And Elizondo says something like, no, they don't seem to be concerned about it, probably because they can't do anything about it. So they're not going to. So if the higher ups, the generals are not concerned about it, right. then is this really a threat? Are we no. working ourselves up? Is like people like Stephen Greer talking about a false flag invasion just to get in the spotlight? Probably. But I think Alessandro is doing his best to indirectly say in the most direct way this is alien this is off-world yeah yeah vehicles so what what we just saw there yeah. kind of backs what you're saying is mm -hmm. is interesting that because if he didn't want to and if he wanted to control the narrative into a threat and a foreign adversary then he wouldn't be trying to get this document out to more people to the, right. let them know so what he's actually done here in essence is to tell them that the the only there's only three options u.s government other than u.s government or extraterrestrials and he just eliminated two of them and um so and it's interesting because i really thought that they're going to probably you know this whole russia china thing's been a thing for years right so that i was thinking they could direct it towards that in order to create some sort of like thing with them but instead it's taken a turn towards extraterrestrial craft but it's also interesting because a lot of people say that these videos are u.s craft reverse engineered craft but they just don't want us to believe it. What's your thoughts who, who, on that? Who, who is saying that? I want to know where that's coming from. So um, Michael Schratt, uh, do you know Michael Schratt? I've heard that name. Who is He's an aerospace engineer. He he did a presentation on Portal to Central a few years ago showing some of these craft. And then Secure Team um, Secure Team 6, whatever, on YouTube, I forget his last, Secure Team, he's like one of the biggest UFO channels, like a million people on it. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then also 
then Greer has mentioned it as well too. But that's well, a that's a side note. We can't. We have to discount Greer okay, okay. because that guy just wants. So, spot, but I'm right? saying, like, could this craft be any of it be belong to reverse engineer technologies? Well, let's look at what the craft is that some of the people are saying. It's a. Okay. There's no propulsion. It's yeah. basically what Favor Fravor said. It's a a, a giant like um, tank, you know, like. Um, petrol tank you know yeah. and it's like a tic tac a giant tic tac and there's no windows it might be a drone it might yeah. not be actually manned but oh can we go underwater can we zoom oh that's the thing can we with conventional in stuff but no conventionally we can't do we have technology that yeah. can okay I okay mean, I mean, maybe there is this high tech technology that. Well, do, no what do you think of Bob Lazar? Because Bob Lazar said that technology existed in Area Fifty One, and he does it say it. that we can go one hundred eighty. Well, I don't know if he came up with the numbers, but he did say advanced technology, reverse engineered, right? Well, it could be advanced technology, but why are they? I'm just throwing a wrench in. I'm being devil's advocate here, but I do no, really. No. I want uh, it to I, be I, ET. You I know? Want, <laughs> no, it's not about wanting it to be. Yes, maybe the U.S. Yeah. has in some incredible advanced technology, but we also have to ask, did they get that from an E.T. craft? Yeah, you know? oh, that's what I'm thinking. Like, no matter what, I think so. Um, there were documents released as well. I think Grant spoke about this, but there's just so much out there that um, that there were crash retrieval sites, right? Like UFO crash retrievals. That's been out for a while. Clifford Stone said he was doing it. There's documents that I've read on the FBI site about crashes where they discovered different things, like the one I, I think I told you about upstate New York, but it right. wasn't just on the US, it was all over. So, um, and a lot of it happened during World War II and at the end of World War II, including in Russia. And then some cosmonauts that I watched videos of recently, they have said that the Russian government even had the craft. So it could be that multiple big governments um, retrieved technology from these crafts and they've created their own programs. You know, I, so I don't think it's Russia and China. I think uh, Alessandro. No, no, I big... don't mean that they've done. I mean, I think multiple governments have advanced technology using reverse engineering craft. I don't know if this is theirs, but I'm just mm. saying like. I think more than one would probably have it. You know what they say? I forgot the name of that expression, but the simplest answer is probably always the best. If something looks what like a duck yeah. and talks like a duck, it probably is a UFO. No, it probably yeah. is a duck. It <laughs> right, probably, right. I think what, I think Omar said this yesterday. What is the big deal to say there are aliens visiting this planet? Why is that yeah, yeah. such a, such a hard nut to swallow right it, well it, if you it, remember tom DeLong when he came out in his press release with cia nsa um, nasa and all that stuff all they did was talk about the craft they yeah. were disclosing for the first time publicly with credible people live like that um across like you know all the platforms and all they did was talk about the craft and then they skipped over who's driving it and they talked about how they can make all types of other technology that will better humanity with the technology that they can discover from these craft. And then Robert Bigelow came out and said, yeah, we're holding some of these craft and these metals in our place in Vegas. Right. So, yeah. And that's where we're really at now. All they're doing is really establishing the craft, the mm -hmm. craft. There is a craft out there. There is vehicles out there that you see that seem to be off world. I yeah. think that, in a way, that's sort of their long drawn out disclosure strategy. And I asked yeah. Danny Sheehan this, 
when do you think the government's going to mention the A word aliens? When are they actually going to say, yeah, maybe there's alien craft, but who's making them? Where are they from? Why are they here? And what can we do about it? What can we learn from it is even a better idea. I think they are. We are here to learn from this alien technology. Right. They're they're not freaking us out. Yeah, they've probably been doing abductions, but mm, Mm -hmm, and that's a whole other thing that no one's talking about. I mean, I think it's going to be a let's I think at some point it could be in the June, July, June 25th report that they say formally established, perhaps I'm just guessing. Yes, we have been visited by alien technology. Yeah. Wouldn't that be that's Linda Moulton Howe always talks. I should show you my clip from my interview with Linda Moulton Howe, where she says, do you want to see that where she yeah, talks about that? Yeah, let's take a look. Let me see if I could uh, find that, because that is the thing that's going to be changing can i do a screen share here yeah make sure you share sound all right make sure i share sound let me just bring this up because she says that is the headline that we have been waiting for for um you know the last the last uh how many years the last 75 years you know next year it'll be 75 it'll be 75 years since roswell and um that's interesting too let me tell you this that they're actually coming out with documents to prove Roswell never happened. And, you know, we already feel that it did happen, but I think that what they want to do is they want to acknowledge uh, project blue book because that's there. And that we started looking at it because there was Foo fighters during world war two, but if they accept and admit that they lied about Roswell, that would be a huge thing. So I think they're kind of denying Roswell. And then they're starting to say they seriously started looking at it during the fifties, but especially when there was the flyover of DC, you know what I'm talking about? Right. In 1951. But uh, there's you know about the guy huddle memo. No. Oh, my God. That is the FBI most looked at document on their website. Let me see if I can find the guy huddle memo also. And I also want to show you this Linda Moulton, how down low when when I was interviewing her about my book, uh, she she went to a whole thing of why it's so important. We know the truth. But let me actually anyone can do this. Go to your um, go to your browser, type in Guy Huddle. I think that is uh, G-Y-G-U-Y-H-O-T-T-E-L. Guy Huddle. FBI um, records, yeah, here it is. And pull that up. Got it. You see, it's uh, March 22nd, 1952. You see that? Yeah, let me just show it right here. Yeah. This is a, a startling document. Okay, what is it? You see it? Yep, yep. Go there. That that's the page. Can you blow up that page a little bit? This one right here. Okay. Yeah, that's the page. Let's this see. page is blew me away. Uh, can can you read that? Yeah, an it investigator is, for the yeah. Air Force stated that three. So oh wait, go ahead. You can say something. No, no, it's all blacked out because they don't want the name of the investigator in there. But go ahead. An investigator for the Air Force stated that three so-called flying saucers have been recovered in New Mexico. They were described as being circular in shape with raised centers approximately 50 feet in diameter. Each one was occupied by three bodies of human shape, but only three feet tall, dressed in metallic cloth of a very fine texture. Each body was bandaged 
in a manner similar to the blackout suits used by speed flyers and something pilots. Test pilots, I think. According to Mr. The Saucer, were found in New Mexico due to the fact that the government has very high-powered radar, radar set up in the area and is believed that the radar interference with controlling mechanisms Mess with, I guess, mess with the controlling mechanism or something. Yeah. No further evaluation was attempted. No Damn. further evaluation or investigations by the National Federal Bureau of Investigation. Now, they didn't, bookmark this. Isn't that, isn't that a great document? That is the most looked at document on the FBI website. Well, that's and I saw something. a newscast about this that said uh, the FBI was complaining that people weren't looking about at all the dangerous criminals they captured and everything like that. All people wanted to see was this document, the guy huddle yeah. memo. It's it's dated. And this was to the um, this was to what's his name? Uh, the head of the FBI, um, J.F. J. Edgar Hoover. So right. it's in the FBI documents. It's in the CIA documents. So. There's been proof of this. I also think maybe is this another spiral around spiral around the disclosure or we I think we're getting closer than ever, but it could be like 1951 or 70 or 90s where, yeah, there's a flurry of reports. And then I don't think they're going to forget about this. I don't think it's going to die out. I mean, we don't have the social media and uh, news right now mm -hmm. is never like it's ever been before, you know recent history so the fact that this information can get out to so many people and the fact that it's literally the hottest topic on the senate floor said by mainstream anyway like oh really is it the yeah. hottest topic Who, oh where yeah did you hear like, that that was on like it was like one of the mainstream news articles on all platforms you know how they release mm -hmm. the same thing and um then senators that never even speak about it people are from mainstream media are just like walking down the street with them and saying hey what's your take on the ufo thing and they all have something to say Wow. Right? So it's a conversation right now, um, especially because a lot of them don't know. Not of all, not all of them are in the know. Most of them might not be at all. They might have actually been normal people that were raised to become senators. Doesn't mean that they were in the know from some elite from a long time. So either people are going to have the same re realize it. I mean, they're going to have different types of reactions. Some of them might be like, well, okay, this might be a threat because we're being told it's a threat. Let's look into it. Other ones might be like, oh my God, what does this mean if aliens are here, right? right. So since this is a hot topic right now, they're having these conversations. You know, the only thing that's a threat are the people telling us this is a threat. Exactly. Really, that is a threat. But let me screen share for a second also. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let me see if I can screen share this. Is this, here it is. This is why I'm going to share sound and picture. This is why, according to I, someone I think is the, oh, what is that? Oh, have to. That's the leading expert in the field. Why it's so important. And she, what Linda says, when we get that headline, we're not alone in the universe. She calls that a mind cracking headline that will crack yes. open the consciousness of the planet. So this is what she says. What if we get that mind cracking headline? We're not alone in the universe. What does that mean for the population of the planet and for you and the history of civilization? Finally, a truth. As simple as that. Can you if move that window? We can't see her. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just getting this louder. And you look at the history of Wait, this planet. Sorry, let me just. 
Let me just stop that for a second. Yeah, the, the volume went down too. Okay, let me, let me, let me, okay, let me try this again. Sorry. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I wanted to just raise the volume. Maybe you could cut that out. All right, this is Linda, the mind cracking headline. Here we go. What if we get that mind cracking headline? We're not alone in the universe. What does that mean for the population of the planet and for you and the history of civilization? Finally, a truth. As simple as that. If you look back 5,000 years or 12,000 to Gobekli Tepe, and you look at the history of this planet is demonstrably one in which Homo sapiens sapien is abused. Because from my point of view, if you are a civilization that evolves for 12,000 years and you are always under the thumb of another intelligence that manipulates you and that humans are never ever mm. talked to, communicated honestly, then we are today in the 21st century, 12,000 years later. We are an abused species. And part of this abused species is going out into the Milky Way galaxy and beyond without a single general human population okay. knowing okay. Okay. and but being told we're not alone. Once we do know, what does that mean? What is that? How does that shift our reality? That we are finally, finally being given respect enough for the truth of something so huge. <laughs> We're not only not alone in the universe and that I would stress there are other intelligences and they really care mm -hmm. about us and they want us to get past this difficult time of lies, deception by other forces that have never told humans the truth. That is why we've got to have this revolutionary headline. Great. And contact, oh, yes. making contact. This is, oh, it is a valuable read for everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Why is it valuable? Because I know all these people. <laughs> I know what, how difficult it is to get to facts, mm -hmm. to get to a pattern in which it will help other human beings who have never, ever read any of our other books, seen any of our other films, been to any of our conferences. Nice. We have got to start where the news on TV and radio and newspapers begin to understand and start reporting what I have been reporting for 42 years feeling like I have been pushing a huge thousand pound boulder up a hill. We are at the point where it might finally reach the top. Once that boulder starts going, the whole planet changes in relationship to this universe and the understanding that there's probably an infinite number of universes, infinite number of timelines, infinite number of dimensions, and that we without consciousness, we're tearing into other consciousnesses and dimensions in World War II with the atomic bomb. And we could now solve that, those issues and move forward as a real um, 
intelligent civilization that's meeting these beings on an equal footing. That's what I feel. That would be my prayer. Mm-hmm. Isn't she great? Isn't yeah, that's she awesome. Just, she is such an articulate representative of this movement and, yeah. and, and so intelligent and probably the only one who has all the pieces that have been available because there's so many moving pieces here. Yes. And there's more and more happening. Like just yeah. the drama's unfolding. Yeah. Yeah. The drama's unfolding and, you know, there's factions inside the government. So when yeah. Luis Alessandro, according to, I guess, uh, who was it? Um, well, Danny Sheehan, like, uh, and also was public that they, they said, no, he never worked for ATIP. They, some, yeah. Somebody yeah. from the Pentagon came out and said, and I said to Danny, Who's giving that person the authority to say that Elizondo never worked for the ATIP? And he goes, it was probably some general or somebody who didn't like what he was saying. And But you can't erase someone's whole career. And this is why Danny Sheehan is filing a whistleblower complaint with the inspector mm-hmm. general. I think he's in Washington today. Isn't that amazing? He's in Washington yeah. arguing, perhaps, who knows what he's saying, for the truth to come out he is someone pushing the our agenda neil Mm -hmm. you know this is it's it's inevitable at this point it's gonna have to come out and Mm -hmm. that's why i'm that's why i'm doing this show and we do all this other you know all these other shows and that the fact that we have uh something being released every single day for two months is to give that balance of that positivity and positive energy because as i was saying to omar last week uh, what happens when you never thought about ETs or UFOs, but then the first thing you're given is this whole threat agenda, right? right. You, you you create your whole entire foundation on it, right? It's basically the first three years of life is the formative years. That's for like anything, right? The, the first you hear about it, you judge that book. And then if you, authority figures are telling you this and you already believe that, then... So what needs to happen really is just we need to continue putting out positive information um, in a palatable way. Mm-hmm. so that it can be introduced to these individuals. And that's why I love what you said about your book, because there really is. Um, it's really a book that if you're just getting into it, or if you're into it already, it will really give you this, you know, inner knowing of what has been happening, what this really means for humanity. Yeah, I tried to write it from a really positive point of view, because I think people are afraid of the unknown. And they're only afraid of the unknown because they're projecting what they know onto Mm -hmm. the unknown, you know, it's like, I'm afraid, but the unknown really is unformed yet. There's nothing we can know about. So why not welcome it with wonder, possibility, excitement, because it's, yeah, but there's nothing to fear because we're only fearing our projections. That's so funny because the whole of human history, or, or at least when we had amnesia, has been about the unknown and us exploring the unknown. But we're right. given these comforts now where we're afraid to explore and be uncomfortable. But truly, the whole reality really is just if everything is unknown. We're all trying to figure it out. But I think right. we want to go around a lot of people want to go around acting like they already know it, you know, and that's what and happens it, with with parent, you know, child relationships, right. too, where you think your parent really has it all figured out. And then you grow older and you realize no one really knows. We're all just winging it. No one really <laughs> knows. But by that time, it's too late because take yeah. a little child. They're always exploring and touching things and looking at things. And you take someone who's older at some point, they they're, they're no longer interested in yes. the unknown. That's what keeps you young is the wonder, excitement and creativity and yeah. going in to 
what's impossible. And yeah, this is yeah. what we are like children. If we can just regress ourselves to that moment of wonder, you know, yep. because this is what awaits us. Just pure excitement about possibility. What do we have here? Okay. So we got, um, we'll probably just be around 15 more minutes okay? because right? you got to go soon. So let's do yeah. this video, comment another video, and then just an article. And then I'll close out with some, some announcements here, but this one's Bill Clinton on, um, the late, the live and Kelly and Ryan show, I think, uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago okay. or a week ago. President Bill Clinton, James Patterson. All right, President Clinton, first things first before we move on, UFOs. You've been the president. You've seen all the info. Are they real? You know, they've given us an idea for our next book. Now, now, now Neil, stop that for a second because, yeah. I mean, the laughter, the joke. I mean, this is the mental level of programming. Yeah. Clinton is progressing. Look at the guy next to him. He's laughing. Yeah. It's like, why? Why is that funny? I mean, I don't get it. I, yeah. But it's, a, it's nervous. It's a nervous laugh, Alan. It's seriously a nervous laugh. It's nervous, but it's People also like, uh, it's programmed. It's 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 like, true. why? Okay, yeah, and I was going to say this. People are nervous about UFOs because it doesn't fit into their view of the world. And when yeah. someone tells you reality is not what you thought it is, yeah, that's a shock. Exactly. That's like reality is more solid than the ground beneath your feet, and the ground beneath our feet is being pulled out. Exactly, exactly. So, but but it's just so annoying to listen to the. La I mean, that's offensive to me. I, I'm with to you. People. I understand, and it's just mm. interesting because now you know Grant Cameron has said this many times that a lot of people don't believe disclosure is going to happen unless a president comes out and says, "Hey." This is what's happening. And that hasn't even directly happened yet because these are ex-presidents. Obama came out, Clinton came out, but these individuals were asked these same questions and they denied it flat out. So I what know. does it say for their personality, who they are? Like why I wouldn't be laughing. I would be like thinking in my head in this moment there, didn't you come on Kimmel a, like a couple of years ago and say there is no evidence for UFOs? Right, right, right. right? Yes, so, yes, yes. I'm going to play so, this for, okay, go ahead. Clint. But I do think Clinton's laugh is not genuine. He's actually putting that on because yes. he's been actually, I think Obama, Clinton, probably not Trump, but they're saying someone in the intelligence is saying, okay, it's okay to say yeah. we don't know what's going on. So well, they, yeah. they, you have to realize, like people have to realize that this has come out hardcore and there's been documents on it. There's been um, leaked tape recordings of late show talk show hosts that have high profile people on there. They come up with all the questions before they even start. Exactly. They, they exactly. So there's no like oddball, like you know, they, that's all an act. So Clinton's laugh is really phony. There yeah. it is a po That's the act here. Okay, let's see what he says because right. I haven't seen this. The truth is that we've never proved one, but there are things flying around up there that we haven't fully identified yet. And keep in mind, there are mostly a, a billion galaxies in an ever-expanding universe. I mean, you can't even get your mind around the sheer number of things that are out there. But you've seen this. And <laughs> you've seen the, the data. Well, no one knows, but I think- No one knows. Wait, wait, wait. He just avoided that. He says, you've seen the data, and he says, no one, that's a non, yeah. that's a non sequitur there. He's not saying, yeah, I've seen the data. He says, no, wait, okay, sorry. Let's finish that because okay, that- We didn't have to finish that one. I just want to finish it because I want to see where he goes All with right, this, cool. if you don't mind. Thanks. Somewhere else. 
Wait, sit, right. pull and that back is, just a little bit. When you, wait, go back. All right. And this that is the, something you would call life somewhere else. What? Yeah. All right. And this that is the. Yeah. Wait, go, go back just a little bit. Okay. okay. You can't even get your mind around the sheer number of things that are out there. But you've seen this. And <laughs> you've seen the, the data. Well, no one knows, but I think that the probability is that there's something you would call life somewhere else. All right, and this that is the, the, yeah. I this just is, made this myself is, a freak, right? Right? This, is, this is book number three. Right, right. so this, this is, is just jumping off point. This is definitely book number the three. Water. Breaking yeah. news. Yeah. You're a Rhodes Scholar. You know what's up there. What is it? <laughs> Tell us right Come now. What is, do we uh, need to protect ourselves? Is Should we be buying duct tape or anything? No. We need to protect ourselves always... from ourselves. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just grab your we ear need to worry about, we need The to other worry one about I'm going to show you is even more hilarious. Okay, okay. At home. So let's just leave it at that. They're just kind of like having it's, fun with it it's now. It's so annoying. It's so, yeah. so annoying. I mean, I can't believe he, it's obvious, you know, and he says no one knows and there is life out there. But yeah. these guys know and they are like public liars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay, let's just show this last one here and comment on it. This one's on Fox and they're just like having a field day with this topic, but also they're kind of like saying some things that just make you realize what people maybe that never even thought about this subject might be thinking now. What did Obama know about UFOs? A new government report is keeping the unidentified and unidentified flying object. U.S. intel officials say they found no evidence that the weird things Navy fighter pilots have been seeing recently are alien spacecraft. But they say they can't rule it out either. <laughs> Way to take a stand, intel guy. <laughs> On video, the strange objects moved in ways that defied logic, then plummeted at 40,000 miles per hour. Sounds like CNN's ratings. Am I right, Tom? <laughs> Meanwhile, former President Barack Obama was recently asked about the subject. On the notion of aliens were proven to be real, he asserted there would be immediate arguments like, well, we need to spend a lot more money on weapon systems to defend ourselves. New religions would pop up, and who knows what kind of arguments we get into. Hmm, interesting. Officials said none of the 120 incidents they examined were the work of the U.S. military, although they haven't ruled out technology experiments from Russia or China. Well, that's comforting. But if China says they aren't responsible, their word is good enough for me. <laughs> Kat, you've tried to get abducted, and they declined. Mm -hmm. uh, so they, they, they are fairly astute about quality human life. Mm. I, I'm a, actually a quality human. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm not, that's actually a huge reflection on your judgment. <laughs> so, I, I see, I, I think that the UFO thing, I think it's a thing. Yeah, it's a yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I think there are aliens that are probably out there, maybe. Because why wouldn't there be? Mm -hmm. You know, I, and the government says, uh, maybe, maybe not. I, I, they don't know what they're talking about. Yes. How would they know? They couldn't even figure out a virus. Exactly. They thought a virus came from a pangolin. Exactly. And of course, we're, you know, that, would that be weird? Like, we're weird. Like, we kind of suck. Like, Freaks and Geeks was canceled after one season because it couldn't compete with Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Right. Like, I was too old for him 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yo, uh, so, uh, Joe, I want to throw out my uh, reoccurring uh, theory that if, uh, if there happens to be alien life forms and they're delicious and nutritious, it is our responsibility to harvest and eat them. 
because we already eat our fellow earthlings. We eat cows and chickens. This is only to show you what's being put out there. Okay, Alex. I know. I don't have the patience for these guys. Uh, All right. Anyways, what is it? It, it goes. It goes long, like a little longer. But... The, the human race. <laughs> Jokes on them. Know what it is? How can they possibly say what it isn't? Mm. Uh, it, it's also interesting. So they're having fun, but there's one like... day we're reading. Fauci's yeah, they're saying some good things. China, yeah. And the next day, our government's saying, eh, that alien might just be a Chinese technology spying off our coast. <laughs> Do you think this, this idea or that just UFOs is a distraction from other things? Like they're, you, they're all... I think they're distracting you from the robots. Yeah, that's, I, that, that's anyways, what I'm going to leave it at that. But it's so annoying. I mean, let's have a serious public conversation about what's really going on. Let's roll out the evidence. Mm -hmm. Like Linda said, we are abused species. They are treating us like children, like, oh, we know and you can't know. And, these, and Clinton and Obama and all these people are talking around the subject because I guess they're supposed to or they have to. And mm -hmm. even Elizondo saying he's a little more direct, I think. He's, he's, he's really stuck in the between his whatever oath he says i took an oath to the american people well yeah. like if you really took an oath to the american people tell us the truth lou yeah so that's what kind of it's like it's like you know when you follow or just following orders and you yeah. do all those awful well, things what are they waiting for because so pe some people think that when the documents come out they're just going to be talking about you know nuts and bolts information or it's going to be a lot of redacted information but you just showed me an article that's a smoking gun. The articles that really tell us that there is an extraterrestrial um, reality to these, to a lot of these sightings are already out there, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So those, need, those need to be, like the news stations, the documents are there. It's not like they don't have access to it. It's not like there aren't um, people like you and me and other ones that are sending it to them and informing them. It's not like they don't even have a research team yeah. looking into it but yeah. they're still not talking about the fact that we've already kind of proven that it's not just a human phenomenon well you should get john greenwall on your show i've been trying to he's so hard to get a, a hold of well i don't know him either but yeah. um, i emailed him once but he never responded email him again because he's the guy who collects the documents he has hundreds yeah, yeah. thousands that's of where different... i found the most of the documents yeah and i think it's really important job that he does because you know Really, in the end, Neil, this is not about aliens. This is not about mm, even technology. This mm -hmm. is just learning the true history of human civilization. Exactly. This is about who are we? This yeah. is this is it. Yeah, truth embargo. I know Steve Bassett's a great guy. Yes. So now the mainstream, just a couple of days ago, they're, they're talking some real info here. They're saying that we've been lied to for 75 years at least. And they're saying that there was a truth embargo and they talk about Steve Bassett here, um, but saying that why was the truth embargo there in the first place? So I'm really hopeful because a lot of like the actual information is also leaking out to the mainstream. Right. And it mm -hmm. is. And I think, wait one second. I think, and this could be a, a little projection mm -hmm. that the June 25th report might say, we are not alone in the universe. I think it might say that. Wouldn't that be a shocker? They they won't tell you who. I'm just guessing. I mean, that may be a real long stretch, but everything I, seems to be building 
towards think, that moment. I think they, they have to even because there was an article that came out saying that they may not meet the deadline. Right. Mm. Uh, but it, as you said about Lou, just one person didn't like him, might have said he was never a part of it. That's the same thing with this kind of information. Um, journalists really, especially mainstream, they can use almost anyone as an expert. And if somebody says one thing, they can put it in there and quote them. So right. it's just but, difficult to really track. But look how it's been rolled out. Right. Yeah. So we're, t- we're, we're we're in that hotel room in Austin, Texas. They, mm-hmm. We see the headline. You know, UFOs, UAPs, Mini right? celebration, yeah. It was big celebration. That was the <laughs> one. That was the first level of disclosure. We yeah, were yeah, there, yeah. yeah. And and you even said he said, "Wow, this is like a historic moment," and it was historic, yeah, yeah, yeah. because that broke the ice, right? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. just cracked the glass ceiling. So then we get these people like Alessandro coming forward. We get to the stars. We get the footage being released. Yeah. Um, and then we then Elizondo really is in a way leading the charge, I think, now with Danny Sheehan. He's saying, well, it's definitely not Russian and it can't be Chinese because they didn't have that technology exactly. in 1950s. And it's not ours. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not like Yugoslavia or what if that even exists right. or you or, or Latvia or whatever. And it little... can't be a threat because it's been happening for decades and something would have happened by now. So they're in and then you get Obama and you get Clinton saying, yeah, there's stuff out there that we can't explain. So we're moving the ball down the field a little bit. We haven't scored the touchdown yeah, yet, yeah. but it's getting closer to the goalpost, right? So like I, I think net- you might be right about that. They might just say that announcement because they have eliminated the other possibilities. Well, they've eliminated it, but will and why? I don't know why the media isn't putting it together. Why is anyone saying, well, if it's not Russia or Chinese or Oz and intelligence is saying it here, it is alien. Yeah. It, why doesn't someone come out? Right. Why can they speculate about anything else and assume anything right. else, but they can't speculate based on the possible elimination? Right, exactly. And they do it all the time, speculating on process of elimination, except yeah. in this case, you know, so yeah, yeah, we're getting closer to the goal line and it it might be it might be a touchdown this this June might be a touchdown. Right, right. We'll see. You no, know, it's sure. very exciting. Whatever it is, it is. it's oh, like no, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I think I think it's great to stay on top of it as yeah. these news clips come out every day. I think it's good for us and whoever else you want to spin to spin it as to yeah. the truth. I mean, yeah, right. everyone spins news and news spins news and but, but dissect it. And yeah, let's dissect it. See what the media is saying and knows what the government is actually telling the media and let's see if we can discover a greater truth. So thank you yeah. for including me. Thank you, brother. And yes, yeah. everybody, we're going to be going live every single week on Tuesday. And um, it's the Disclosure Agenda show. We have five more episodes. Next week, I have Grant Cameron. A week after that, I have Brendan Culleton from Paradigm Shift Central. And then I want to maybe bring on the lady that you were speaking about earlier. Oh, yeah. Well, she works, she works with uh, Grant, N- yeah, Nicole yeah. Sackage. Yeah. So, and there's lots of people, too. Maybe we get Danny Sheehan on. I would love if you could get him on. That would and, be an exclusive. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did. A, I should show you my little clip of Danny that I just did recently mm-hmm. on the New Life Expo. Oh, he, nice. You know, yeah. So anyway, no, it's it's where things are moving. It's high speed and looks like, you yeah. know, it's taken us 75 years to get here. But right, right. You know, I think the women's movement 
was a hundred years in order for women to get the vote and you know all these other movements so exactly exactly and we, if you believe in the cycles of time we got a long a lot more evolution to go through well know? this is close but maybe we should plan a march on washington i'm going to talk to adrian at disclosure fest yeah. about this mm-hmm. plan like you know they do those rallies and speakers come up and they stand at the the foot of the washington monument and they talk say, about ufos ETs. yes yes cool. when, that would be great. I think yeah, we should yeah. do that next year. Yeah. All right. Neil, thank you for your thank time. Thank you. Thank you, brother. All right, everybody. So really um, exciting. Thanks for keeping on top of this. This is this is the most important thing happening exactly. on planet Earth. It's exactly because it ties into everything. You can't even say like even poverty, money, income inequality, food supplies, health, cancer. <laughs> everything you know biology technology yeah everything sociology psychology exactly you know history (laughs) yeah history for sure when we learn the true history of the human civilization i think we're going to be very surprised yes 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 so that's why we're doing this show everybody um every week because you know a lot of stuff is happening all the time i do these events conferences with people that are made on specific dates but i want to be able to provide an outlet of just what is happening now, kind of dissecting it and looking into it. So that's what we're going to do here. Uh, maybe we'll continue after July, depending on what's happening. But definitely, right. we're going to spend the next five weeks just delving into it, getting perspectives. And I put this out there. If anybody has videos of their sightings or testimonials, you can email info at portal to info at portal to ascension.org. And we you know if you guys really give us some content, we can keep this going and even look at those and react to them as well. I think that would be pretty fun. Right. So, um, all right, brother. Well, that's it for now. Do you want all to right. say any last few words? No, no. I mean, I should put my whole book thing back because I think Linda did give a little push for that. Um, mm-hmm. I did put together sort of the last 75 years of history with the best researchers in the field in this book. So nice. if you want the book, go to Amazon. I'll put the link in the chat. But if someone isn't like buying any of this argument, if they're new to it, I think this book is a good place to start because I go from the external, from the craft to the consciousness. And I think that's how we have to sort of approach it. And this is what the government and those people are approaching it that way. Let's just establish, I think this was Leslie Keene's whole strategy. Let's just establish just something there before we go deeper into it. So this book is a good way to start. Thanks, Neil. Thank you, Uh, brother. Look for me on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash new reality. Subscribe and subscribe to Portal to Ascension. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks. Ellen. And I'm going to stay on just a couple of minutes, everybody, give you a couple of announcements here. Again, we'll be live every single Tuesday, hopefully, unless uh, something happens, but I'm trying to stay committed to this. So we'll be live with as much content as possible. And this show right here is not this is what we know, like we talked about in the beginning, philosophy and science. It's about the exploration of the facts that are coming out so that we can delve into it and figure it out for ourselves and have discussions really about this. Uh, Hopefully I can start bringing up more and more people. I know I can, but I definitely want to bring people that maybe haven't expressed themselves and have real discussions about what's happening right now and what it means for humanity. So before I close out, I'm going to show you an event upcoming conference on Portal to Ascension. New website still in the process of being launched. Uh, we have a two-day event that Alan's going to be co-host uh, with, emceeing with myself and Sheila Seppi, the Hybrids Online Conference, where Daryl Enka, who channeled Bashar, Mary Rodwell, Barbara Lamb, Phil Gruber, and Alan Stanfield, of course, Geraldine Orosolo, and a few other people 
That's going to be July 24th to July 25th. Uh, you can go to portaltoextension.org under online events. Uh, it's going to be a truly amazing event. Besides that, we are going live every single day at this point on Portal to Ascension with a different premiere of some footage. So some things to look forward to that are going to be coming out um, just to give more insight and other dynamics and angles on this whole phenomena. Tomorrow, we have multidimensional evidence of extraterrestrial activity and genetic manipulation with Mary Rodwell. We have Erica Lukes on UFO research and some case studies. We have the extraterrestrial experiencers panel. And then we have the extraterrestrial experiencers and contactees online conference, two days, eight hours a day of ET experiencers and their testimonies. Then we have ancient civilization stories of star beings, UFOs in Antarctica, seek a space program, William Henry, the Essene angel ET disclosure, and on and on and on here, different types of ET races. Uh, just a lot of great content. So do subscribe to our YouTube, youtube.com slash portal to ascension. That's youtube.com slash portal to ascension. And stay tuned for all the amazing footage that we're putting out there. All right, that's it for now. Love you all so much. Thank you for being here with me. Check you guys later. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye. 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 Beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye.